Welcome to Heart Church. We believe the gospel has the power to change your whole life, all your life. We hope you're ready to hear from God and be impacted by this message. God bless you. Thank you. You may be seated. Well, football's coming home. Listen, even I've, even I've been watching football. I can't believe it. I was sat watching Russia play, uh, play Croatia. I thought, what is my life? I can't even believe I'm doing this. But I wanted to see who England was going to be playing. But uh, yeah, amazing, all exciting. And we, I, I just can't believe we um, get to play the final, which I believe we're going to be in, on this screen. How awesome will that be? Pack out this place with people who don't normally go to church and just come in and, uh, you know, just great to have an opportunity to bless people like that. Love it. I said it this morning. I want to say again that I uh, just want to celebrate our incredible staff and volunteers who have just really pushed the boat out over these last few weeks and, and, and just celebrate the level of step up that we've um, experienced. Um, uh, we, we, we've... <laughs> We've gone from just being a little church on a street to uh, putting on this. And yeah, I just want to, uh, I wonder if you'd just join with me in saying thank you to everyone who sacrificed and all the talent and the gift. Just absolutely amazing. Amazing, amazing, amazing. Don't ever take it for granted. Um, yeah, God's on with something. God's on with something. I was... Um, I was reflecting right in the middle of um, all the excitement, right in the middle of the worship. I felt the Spirit of God um, just drop something into my heart in regard to um, someone, maybe, maybe more than one, where you just don't even feel like you can hope. It's like, in an atmosphere, even in an atmosphere like this, it's like you, you feel like this phrase, well, yeah, 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 it's great, but what's the point? What's the point? Maybe for someone, you, you, you find it easier for, to believe that someone else's situation is gonna improve, but for you, why, why would anything good happen for me? Why would anything good ever happen to me? Maybe just feeling a little overwhelmed with your life, overwhelmed with your problems. And I wanna, I wanna come and say that when we sing songs that um, Jesus makes the darkness tremble, it's, it's meant to help us to understand that Jesus is powerful. And if you think about it, it is such a... Um, an attack of the devil that in an atmosphere of hope he would try and come and fill you with hopelessness about you and your future. And I just want to call out the enemy that he is a liar. I want to, I want to say he's a liar over your life and you've got every reason to hope. God is not a God of disappointment. And Jesus is not able just to help somebody else. He's not able just to solve somebody else's problems. 
No matter how great they are, Jesus is able to help you with your problem. And I just felt the Spirit of God prompt me to encourage you today that, and I'm gonna pray in a moment, but that you would dare to hope, that you would dare to set aside the lies of the devil and that you would believe that God has got something good for your life. It's by faith, by faith alone. And uh, I'm going to pray. And maybe if you want to respond, if you want to stand, if you want to raise your hand or, you know, you respond however you want to as I pray. But, but don't let the moment pass. Let God ignite something in you. Amen? Let me pray. Father, I thank You today that You are at work by Your Spirit. I thank You that You know every single person. I, know, I thank You that You know their name. I thank You that You know their situations. Lord, I know it's so easy to look around and, and think that nobody's got it as tough as me. No one's got it as hard as me. No one, if I only had their problem, then life would be so much easier. But Lord, I wanna come and speak right into the mess, right into the pain, right into the disorder, right into the the chaos and speak hope and life and light. I pray, Lord God, that you would, you would cause hope to be ignited in these hearts and minds in the name of Jesus. Though, Father, there would be faith to rise up, that you would help them to, to think in a right way and confess the right thing. Father, we, we close the door on the darkness. And Father, we walk in the path of your glorious light. We, we, we open our hearts to you and we, we pray, Spirit of God, that you would invade our hearts and our minds and fill us with the kind of hope that can only come from Jesus. We take authority over every work of the devil that would try and fill our minds and our hearts with darkness and try and make us feel that our problems can't be solved. In Jesus' name, the devil is a liar. And we thank You that, Father, in that name, which is above every name, the name of Jesus is greater than, than anything the enemy can throw at us. Father, we say thank You that there is victory in the name of Jesus. Father, we, we, we know that sometimes we stand in the shadow of our mountain. That is life. But Father, we thank You, O oh God, that You have given us authority to speak to our mountain and command it to crumble, to command, it, command it to fall into the sea in the name of Jesus. You are a God who makes a way out of no way. You are a God who truly does the impossible. And Father, I thank You. I thank You for everyone who's responding. That God, I pray that they will walk out of this place with a new level of faith, that God is able, and that with Him all things are possible in the name of Jesus. And everyone said, Amen. Come on, give the Lord a clap offering. He is able. Amazing. Um, I felt it'd be a little bit weird if after speaking last week, I came and spoke to something that was kind of disconnected from that. You know, we kind of drop the bomb and then just carry on like nothing's happened. We also uh, have to remember that, you know, it takes time. You know, Lawrence says there that we talked about that, that our our... Fifth P, which is actually our first P, which is it's not just what we see, it's how we see. Vision is, vision is what we see and, and our, our, our paradigm is how we see, how, how we see uh, what, 
what God wants us to see. And, uh, you know, that's, that's true of life. A lot of, a lot of our challenges can be to do with how we see. Do I see, do I see my glasses half full or do I see it as half empty? Both are true. It just depends on your paradigm. And, um, and I get that, you know. I know, what it, I know what it feels like. You know, listen, I was not brought up in the most positive of families. You know, if, uh, even, if, even if things looked like they were going to go right, we, we could invent things that could possibly go wrong. You know what I mean? It was like, it's like a gift, a gift of negativity. I don't know whether you know anyone who might have one of those. But, uh, you know, it's like, I mean, some people, they've just got this gift to, to see, you know, if, if, if it's going to oh, if it's going to go wrong, you know, like we talk about England winning the World Cup, and you know, oh, well, we'll see. Thought Croatia looked strong. Yeah. We bind the devil and all his works in the name of Jesus. Speak anointing over, oh, I don't know. I think I'm way out of where I should be right now. Just wipe that from the tape. Wipe that from the tape. That's all good. So I want to, I want to, come and just draw some lines, talk a little bit um, from my heart. Uh, and essentially, we're going to be looking at some of this stuff. Uh, end of September, we're going to be teaching into some of the things that you heard last week. It's a big deal. But it's not new. We've, we've come with some different packaging, but the product is the same. The packaging is to help us see in a different way, because the, the thing is, we get used to things. We get used to things, and surprisingly quickly. You know, when we walked in here last week, uh, you know, and we saw the screen and everything, it's like, ah, oh, oh, oh. But like, give it a couple of weeks, it'll be normal. It'll be normal, it'll be just, this is just our church. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, when um, Lynn and I, uh, we lived in Cape Town, for 10 years, we had a lot of visitors over that time. And um, when the visitors came, they were on holiday. Uh, when uh, We weren't. We were, uh, we were working. We were in our normal routine. And it was always fascinated me that when I, when I saw things again through the eyes of our visitors, when I, I, when I saw the, the beauty again, because you just get used to it. You get used to the things uh, that you see all the time. And, and so... When we talk about the ABC of WOW, we're just packaging it in a, in a way to help us see in a new way. It's, it's a familiar thing. There's nothing new about it. This is as, this is as powerful and as relevant as, as, as the day Jesus spoke it out in that synagogue. It is, it, it is, it is uh, as real as, as it was then. But we need help sometimes in looking at Familiar things with fresh eyes. Isaiah 61 says this, the spirit of the sovereign Lord. This is what Jesus read out in that synagogue. The spirit of the sovereign Lord is on me because the Lord has anointed me to preach good news to the poor. You know, just setting aside my stupid comments there, that we, are, we are supposed to be people of good news. We're supposed to be people that it's great to be around. I don't know whether you believe that, but 
You know, it's like we, we, we are supposed to be people who are faith-filled, who, who believe, believe for great things because we know and love a great God. And we, 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 we're to talk about good news. We live in a world with tough problems. We, love it. we live in a world where we're surrounded by darkness, but Jesus has asked us to be a light. He's asked us to bring a light into, into those environments. He's asked us to, to transform those. So we're supposed to be people of good news. And, and we're supposed to bring that good news to people who need it, to the poor. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim freedom for the captives and release from darkness for the prisoners, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favour and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn and provide for those who grieve in Zion, to bestow on them a crown of beauty instead of ashes, the oil of gladness instead of mourning, and a garment of praise instead of a spirit of despair. They will be called oaks of righteousness, a planting of the Lord, for the display of his splendor. There's a lot more I could read into that, but we'll, we'll just leave it there for now. So the planting of the Lord for the display of his splendor, the display, the display of his splendor. This is wow. This is, wow, this is, this is Jesus putting some things on display. A, a positive interpretation of wow is an exclamation of amazement or an admiration. Amazement or an admiration. Jesus is saying to us that, that God, through the power of the cross, through the power of His Spirit, will do something so powerful in our hearts and lives that something will be displayed, something will be able to be observed about our lives. Talks about, in fact, this contained in the original language of this word splendor is, is a boast. It's like God wants to boast in you. It's like, it's like God wants to say, hey, have you seen my girl here? Look at her. Look, 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 look what's happened in her life. Have you seen this guy? Have you seen this guy? Have you seen what, have you seen what I have done in his life by my spirit? God wants, to, God wants to boast about you. He wants to, he wants to do something in your heart and in your life that when people look and see, they say, how did that happen? That's wow. Another way or another connotation of, of that word in the original language is to inspect the boughs for fruit. So it's this thing about things being put on display, the display of his splendor, but, but also that this can stand scrutiny. It's like, you know, what God does in us is so deep and so powerful and so transformative that it can cope with scrutiny. 
You know, sometimes you don't, you don't want to let people too near because we just want to show them the surface. You know what I mean? It's like when people come around the house and you weren't expecting them to come around and you're shoving magazines under seats and stuff behind colors and covers, uh, cushions and, and stuff in drawers. And, and, and on the surface, it looks cool. But don't, don't, don't let them go in that cupboard. Stuff might fall on you. It's a health and safety hazard. You know, don't go in that drawer. But, but, but what God is saying, hey, I want to do something so deep in you, so transformative that, that it can stand scrutiny, that people can come up and look at the branches of your life and see the fruit that God has caused to form. Quality fruit, good fruit, sweet fruit that God has caused to form in your life. And somehow the Lord is saying that when you see this, when you get a glimpse of this kind of fruitfulness, when you get a glimpse of, of uh, what I'm putting on display, somehow you get an understanding of who I am and what I am. Do you, do you see how this flies in the face of being the kind of people where we just get, get them saved? Oh, just get them saved. Get them into church. Get them, in, say, get, get them saved. Keep them in church uh, so they don't stuff it up. And we'll just, we'll hold on to them until they get into heaven. And I think that for me, what, what should have been so liberating, so empowering, has crushed people and held people down and, and almost imprisoned people because we have looked at people's lives and we thought that, that their decision is so vulnerable and so weak that we've got to keep them in church. Let's keep them in church. Let's just keep them busy. Just hold on to them. And, 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 then, and then, you know, then, then we'll be sure they get into heaven. Do you hear what I'm saying? And what I'm, I'm saying is that that's, that's not the gospel as I understand it. This gospel is powerful. This gospel causes the darkness to tremble. This, this, this gospel is environment transforming. This gospel, we, we trust, we, we so trust the Spirit of God in you that we actually want to send you out. We're not trying to keep you locked in so that you don't mess it up, but we trust what God has done in you. We trust what God has put in you because we believe that when you go into your environments, when you go into your home, when you're going to your work, when you go into your office, when you go into your lecture hall, when you go into your classroom, when you go into wherever you are, that that is in you is at work and it's powerful and it's changing. And not because you've walked in and go, hey everybody, I'm a Christian. I love Jesus. Read your Bible, pray, and you can be like me too. And people are running for the hills. It's, it's not about that. It's about, I just want to believe that we're carrying something so powerful that it draws questions. People, people come to us and say, I don't get it. What is it about you? 
you know, you're facing all this stuff, you're going through all that. What is it? What is it? That, what is it that's different about you? And I believe that that is, we don't, we don't have to take something and ram it down people's throats. Because they're only going to choke on it anyway. Why would we think that worked? Just so that we can think that, you know, we, we, we're not on some guilt trip because we were, oh, I should have shared my faith. Quick, let me just take this. And oh, yeah, you need Jesus in your life. And now you got go away thinking, well, thank you, Lord. I just shared my faith. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. You just got to tick on your list. You got to tick on your list. There are no brownie points for that. We, I believe that what we're carrying is, is so powerful and, and so infused with love that it doesn't repel people, it draws people. Haven't you ever been fascinated by the fact that the most sinful, messed up people were drawn to Jesus? Jesus, the holiest man, purest man to ever walk on the face of the earth. And yet, those who were with sin felt themselves strangely drawn to him. Could it be that it was because what was happening in that moment was that they felt more loved than they felt judged. You can't tell me that being in the presence of Jesus, they weren't aware of their mess, but the love was more powerful than the mess. The sense of love was more powerful than the mess. And when we talk about Jesus, the church of Jesus Christ is Jesus in the earth. Are you hearing me? We, we, what we are carrying is not meant to repel people. It's to draw people, to win people. We're not here to, 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 to judge people and make them feel worse about themselves than they already do. We are here to win people, to love, to love people. You say, well, does that mean we just accept anything? Well, you know, like the, the thing about the gospel is it does challenge people in the way we live. It's not just that, okay, we come and live any old how and say we love Jesus. The, the, the gospel doesn't do that. The gospel, the gospel has standards. It, 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 it's transformative. It means that I'm changed, that... I understand that loving and following Jesus means that there are some things about my life that need to change, but don't worry, He's going to help me. By His Spirit, He is going to help me. But, but our job, first and foremostly, is to love people. Our job, first and foremostly, is to look, people, look at people with grace, I just want to get beyond 
I want to get beyond the stuff that we're just pretending. And some of us, we really know how to, to put on a, a Christian face, a Sunday face. And, you know, we know how to bounce out of our car and let the world know that everything's fine. Everything's okay, even when it's not. Even when it's falling apart at the seams. And I just believe that what we believe is so powerful, it's, it, it, it stands scrutiny. You, you can get up close because Jesus does something very deep and very powerful in our lives. And it doesn't mean that we're perfect. We've all got a past. But the amazing thing is that when I, when I hear the kind of stuff that you've been involved in or when you hear the kind of stuff that I've been involved in, you go, oh, really? Wow, you, you wouldn't say. And, and that's because what that is the life of God. That is, that is proof that Jesus is at work in our lives. There's, there's something more. There's something more to us than, than, we, we, than, than just what we've been saved from, but we have been saved from stuff. Thank God. Thank God I'm a new creation. Brand new man, old things have passed away, new things have come. Thank God. You know, I, I think of the things I, I used to do. Thank God He saved me from those things. You know, I wasn't, I wasn't brought up in church. I wasn't brought up in an environment where, where God was honoured. But I thank God that as a 19-year-old young man, I found him. And I made the decision to follow Jesus, but not everything overnight got sorted. I mean, maybe it was different for you. I don't know. Maybe you're just like completely sorted. On the night I gave my life to Jesus, the Lord instantly delivered me from smoking. It was not a faith-filled prayer, trust me. I was like, I, it was one of those God, if you're really there kind of prayers. I said, God, if you're really there, then please take away the habit of smoking. And, uh, and he did in an instant. He took it away. I really wish I'd thrown a few more things in there at the time, because it would have saved me a lot of ongoing pain. But it, as I say, I wasn't really, I wasn't really knowing that it, that it was real at that time. But God gave me something that was so powerful and so real, and I knew I couldn't have generated that myself. But, but even with that, even with that, even with that undeniable change, I still took a lot of convincing. I was still cynical. 
I still find it difficult to believe some stuff. I still find it difficult to believe that, that I was loved, that I still, I, still, I still find it, you know, I was, waiting for, I was waiting for the bottom to fall out. Yeah, this is all great, but the bottom's gonna fall out anytime soon. But you've gotta keep going. They don't really tell you that. But I'm telling you, you've, you've just gotta keep going. Because what we believe in can withstand your tough days, your toughest days, your darkest days. It's enough. And I've been on the road long enough and I've lived through some horrendous stuff to tell you that what Jesus gives us is powerful enough. It is utterly able to deal with anything and everything that life will throw at you. There is nothing that will come your way where heaven will go, oh my gosh, I wasn't expecting that. No. Everything that you need, He is. He is your hope. He is your strength. He is your faith. He is your peace. He is your mental health. He will give you, equip you everything with everything that you require for the journey ahead. God's plan in Christ is to reveal His glory through our transforming lives. By following Jesus, I am signing up to my life being continually transformed. I'm changing all the time. God is challenging me about that attitude and that thought and that needs to change. And, and, and you know what? You know, I don't get it because, you know, last week, last year, it was okay. But now God's saying, mm, yeah, it was. But now we're living at a different level. We, we, we need to address that. It's my life is continually transforming in His presence. You know, I've written down here that religion will take you through the motions without relationship and without transformation. Religion will take you through the motions. It will get you to do all the stuff. I know how to pray. I know how to raise my hands. I know, I know when to sing. I know, I, know, I know when to do that stuff. But when my, my head's in a different space. And then we get trapped in this world where we're doing the right things and we're saying the right things, but it's not quite working because it only works through relationship. It's my relationship with God that will save me. That's the, that's the transforming nature of the gospel. It's that that, that, that lifts me from the ashes and from despair I need something that works, people. Honestly, I, I'm gonna be honest with you um, because it's better than lying. Um, great we've got a big screen. Great we've got some fancy lights. Great we've got all the tech. I, I'm gonna be honest, it's not enough to keep me coming to church each week. It's like it's awesome, but it's not enough. I, I need 
I need something that is going to work for me on Tuesday afternoon. I need something that's going to work for me on Friday morning. It's like, yeah, I, but, but now am I saying that this has no value? Well, of course not, because Jesus wants us to gather because something supernatural happens when we gather. Some of us, we even need to change our mind of what this is because we turn up here thinking this is for me. I'm getting to church to get what I need, but church isn't just about me, it's about us. And sometimes what I need is locked in what I give to others. God has hidden your breakthrough. God has hidden your miracle in what you do when you give or when you share. Oh, I know you want it when the preacher preaches. And I know you want it when the worship is, is, is cracking on. But sometimes God will hide your breakthrough, hide your miracle as you're packing stuff away, as you're serving a cup of coffee. He will, he will hide your miracle in a word of encouragement where you hear flowing out of your lips words that you would love to hear for yourself. But God uses your own mouth to encourage you as you encourage somebody else in the name of the Lord. This is the wonder of the gospel. This is, this is wow. Wow, wow is not perfection. We need to get this. I know that, you know, some people will preach the gospel and they will get us to believe that, oh, love Jesus and you're gonna live in a four bedroom house, drive a Mercedes, have loads of money. Let me tell you, that is not the gospel. Am I saying that you can't have those things? Of course not. But for some of us, our greatest miracle wouldn't be that I drove a Merc. Our greatest miracle would be that my child went to university. They were the first child to go to university in generations, if ever. Wow, wow is not about what I have. It's not about us looking, walking around, looking so perfect and so sorted and, and so prim and so proper and, and, and like we've got it all together. It's, it's what we're talking about is something that even with the mess and the chaos and everything that looks like it shouldn't work, it works. Wow. Wow. That is the gospel. Wow is as much about the process. Wow is about emerging from debt. Oh, I'm not out of debt yet, but the miracle is I started the journey. Oh, I'm, I'm coming off drugs. Oh, but I thought, you, I thought you loved Jesus and you're still taking drugs. Yeah, but... But the miracle is I've started the journey. I'm on my way out of this. I'm, I'm emerging. I'm, 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 I'm coming. That is wow. I, I'm, I'm, I'm on, on the journey. Wow isn't just about when I succeed. Wow is about breaking the cycle of abuse. 
It's about, you know, okay, you weren't fathered. Okay, you don't know who your father was. He wasn't there for you. Or you don't know who your mother was. She wasn't there for you. And, uh, but, but, but such is the power of the gospel that the, the kind of mother you are and the kind of father you will be will, will not be impacted by your experience. That is wow. You won't use that as an excuse. You say, oh, well, you know what? How can you expect anything different? You know, that's, what, that's how I was treated. That's what happened to me. But no, the gospel breaks the cycle of abuse. And you say it stops with me. It stops with me. It's gonna be different for my kids. I know what it's like when I look over my shoulder, but when I look ahead, it's gonna be different for my kids. Wow is about not letting depression rule, even though it wants to. Wow is coming first. But wow is also coming last. Because they told you you couldn't run and you did anyway. They told you you'd never run and you did anyway. Sometimes we need to understand that we don't even need to feel wow for our life to be wow. For your life to be wow, it doesn't always feel wow. Sometimes wow is in the struggle. Sometimes wow is in the struggle that people, you don't even know. You don't even know what God is doing with your experience. You don't even know what God is doing with your struggle. And sometimes you felt so alone and you felt, you felt so lonely and, and you felt like giving up and you felt like throwing in the towel. But all the time God has been at work using, using you, sustaining you in your story, but using your story to bless and encourage those around you. People are walking away from you thinking, well, if they can do it, I can. If they can stand, I can stand. If they can overcome, I can overcome. If they can win, I can win. If they can face what they're facing and still overcome, then I can do it. You kept going when you could have given up. You came through when they said, when they said you wouldn't. Time's gone, but does this account and of course, there's loads of wow stories in the Bible, but Daniel 3 tells this account of three young men, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And, uh, and there was this powerful, wicked king called Nebuchadnezzar. And he insisted that everyone would bow down to an image made of him. And Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they loved God and they said, I'm sorry. We, we don't know. We don't know. Actually, they said we do know. We, we know that God is able to deliver us from this situation. But even if, he, even if He doesn't, we will not bow down to this image. And this king went into a rage. He had this massive furnace heated up to be what, seven times hotter than it normally is. It was so hot that when they opened the doors to throw these guys in, the, the, the guys who opened the doors were killed in an instant. And they bound Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego tightly, their hands, so they couldn't set free. And they went in, clothes, turbans, robes and all. 
And in a moment, the king stood up and said, but I thought there was only three men that we put in that fire. And there's one who looks like the Son of Man. See, I need someone here to understand tonight that you may be in the fire. Because following God doesn't mean you don't end up in a fire. Sometimes following God means I don't avoid the fire, I go in the fire. But what you need to understand is if God allows you to go in the fire, you'll never be in there alone. He'll be with you every step of the way. One like the Son of Man, Jesus Christ walking in the flames with them. And they noticed, you see, the thing is, following God doesn't always protect me from the fire, but it will always stop the fire doing what it could do. They got the people out. They got Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego out. Not even a hair on their head was singed. Not even the smell of smoke was on them. The only thing, the only thing that had gone were the things that had bound them when they went in. The ropes that had bound them had burned away. I wanna say to you today that this is wow. This is wow. We go through some trials and we go through some pain and we go through some issues and we go through some fires. But the power of God is able to sustain you. The power of God is able to see you through. And if you trust Him, if you trust Him, if you hold on to Jesus and trust Him, then you need to know the fire won't kill you. It will give you life. And the things that are bound you will be burned away. And you will leave the fire not dead, but stronger, bolder, more alive and more confident. This is the power of God. This is the power of wow. This is the Gospel of Jesus Christ. Oh, if you believe it, give the Lord a clap offering right now. Oh my God, oh my God. He will see you through. He will see you through. You won't just make it, you will make it. You'll be strong. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I need someone to hear that. I need someone to hear that right now. You're not just gonna make it. You're not just gonna make it by the skin of your teeth. You're coming out strong. You're coming out strong. You're coming out bold. You're coming out more confident in God. Turn to someone near you and say, you're gonna make it. You're gonna make it. You're gonna make it. God is able. God is able, He's gone ahead. You're coming through. Turn to someone else and say, you're getting stronger. You're getting stronger. This is the power of the Gospel. This is the power of wow. Oh my God. Thank you, Father. You've come to the end of this message. We hope you've been challenged and inspired. Stay up to date with everything going on in the life of our church by checking out our social media. Just search Heart Church UK.